Express. Downtown, local six, train to Brooklyn Bridge City Hall will arrive in two minutes. Any city dweller is all too familiar with the screech of the subway. The Sounds of New York City, or SONYC project, was given a $4.6 million grant from the National Science Foundation to research noise pollution in the city. But they, nor the city health and environmental agencies, seem to address the chaos underground. After living in NYC for a time, you get used to the sounds, you become jaded, and the noise may not bother you as much. But is that the proper solution? Is the subway a danger to our ears and contributing to the hearing damage of younger generations? We took a trip in the NYC subway, but this time we brought our equipment. Here's what we found. For a standard reference, we took this sound pressure level, or SPL, on the top floor of a music building in Washington Square Park. The music, swinging doors, and conversation amounted to an average of 66.4 dB, or decibels, over the course of one minute. As a reference, listeners can detect sounds as low as 0 dB SPL at 3 kHz, but require 40 dB SPL at 100 Hz. 120 dB is the threshold of actual pain. Let us compare the level of the subway with the building's range of 51.6 to 83.1 decibels. First, we examine the platform at Rector Street. During rush hour, the average decibel level was 88.3 decibels, with a minimum of 65.3 decibels and a peak of 100.6. Higher than indoors, right? What about inside the train car? Between Cortland Street and City Hall on the R train, the average was 85.9 decibels, with a minimum level of 69.1 and a peak of 99.6 decibels. Strangely enough, leaving the platform and entering the train does not have a significant change in the sound pressure level. Between City Hall and Canal Street on the R train, inside the train, the average level was 84.1 decibels with a minimum and maximum sound pressure level at 71.2 and 96.4 decibels. Finally, we saved the worst for last. We tested the SPL level on the Union Square 6 train platform the peak level was 110 decibels. Let's recap. A noisy building, which would have the loudness we are used to, exists around 66.4 decibels. Once underground, that is the minimum level of what you would hear, all the way up to a maximum of 110 decibels, which is uncomfortably close to the threshold of pain at 120. Even still, it's uncomfortable. It's not uncommon to complain about the subway, but are people worried about the detriments of their daily commute? If so, what is the solution? Trains like to screech. Our engineer for this project, Madeline, is a music technology student. Here's what she does to protect her ears on her commute. My commute lasts for an average of 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, twice a day, uh, five days a week, I go through some of New York's busiest subway stations, including 14th Street Union Square, 34th Street Herald Square, and Times Square 42nd Street. Here's what I do to preserve my hearing. It looks ridiculous, but when an extremely noisy train rolls through a station, I just cover my ears with my fingers. A lot of other music technology students do this. 
So if you're ever waiting on the platform for the train and you see a group of young people all covering their ears in unison, they're probably music technology students. The other solution is to invest in a pair of earplugs. I wear earplugs on the train most days during my daily commute. Oftentimes listening to music and listening to the sound of the train is just too overwhelming for me and it gives me a headache. Earplugs provide a nice alternative for that. They also help me preserve my hearing. So I'm here to tell you, the sound pressure level on a subway platform and in the interior of the car will eventually give you hearing loss. Being in a loud environment for a long period of time can damage our hearing. Blasting music through headphones or going to loud concerts are widely discussed and discouraged. But if you have a long commute on the New York City subway every day, you should consider protecting your hearing.